0: very much, Pastor Steve, um, for the opportunity. Um, I believe that the past week has been a great week for all of us. I mean, we have a lot of prayers have ascended up and we thank God um, for the opportunity to meet again this Sunday. Um, like Hannah said when he went back to Eli after he had, she had received her son, she said, this is the, the child that I prayed for. And so I pray that this week, all of us will point to one thing and say, this is what I prayed for. And God has answered our prayers. Amen. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this opportunity to meet again this Sunday and to share your word. We pray that you will speak to us. Holy Spirit, I ask for your strength. I come against every contrary spirit in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that our hearts will be ready to receive your word in Jesus' name. We pray, O oh God, for utterance, O oh God, that you speak through me, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Alright. Thank you once again, Pastor C, for the opportunity to um, lead the chat, the service. And thank you, Pastor Jessica, as well. Um, so this morning, I just want to encourage everyone and exhort all of us as we have fasted and prayed. We know that God has answered our prayer. So I just want to just exalt everyone this um today with just um a simple message um from the book of act As, book, 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 Acts, so i'm going to read it's a long passage i'm going to read and then um we'll, we'll get into the word i just want to encourage everyone um after this um prayer and fasting that our expectations will not be cut short. So, in Acts chapter 27 verse 9, the Bible says, Now when much time had been spent and sailing was now dangerous because the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Man, I perceive that this voyage will will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but of our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the things spoken by Paul. And because the harbour was not suitable to winter, to winter in, the majority advised to set sail from there also. If by any means they could reach Phoenix, a harbour of Crete, opening towards the south-west and northwest, and winter there. When. The south wind blew softly. Supposing they had obtained their desire, putting out to the sea, they sailed close by Crete. But not long after, a tempestuous head wind arose called Euroclidon. So, when the ship was caught and could not head into the wind, we let her drive. And running down the shelter of an island called Clodda, Clod- Clod- we secured the skiff with difficulty when they had taken it on board they used cables to undergrade the ship and fearing least show they should run aground on the sightest sand they struck seal and so were were driven and because we were exceedingly tempest tossed the next day they lightened the ship on the third day we drew the ship tackle overboard with our own hands Now, when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small tempest beat on us, all, all hope that we will be saved was finally given up. But, hallelujah, we thank God for the bats in the Bible, for the bats in our life. It says that all hope that we will be saved was finally given up. But after a long abstinence from food, then Paul stood in the midst of them and said, "Men, you should have listened to me and not have sailed from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For they stood by me this night, an angel of the Lord to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, Do not be afraid, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. And indeed, God has granted you all those who sail with you. Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe, God, that it will be just as I was told. Amen. I want you to say to yourself, I believe God that it will be just as I was told. Can you please say that to yourself again? And there is something that I feel whenever I say, I, I say this sentence. That I believe God that it will be just as I was told. Has God given you a word this year? Has God given you a word during this prayer and fasting? All I'm saying is that I believe God that it will be just as I was told. Amen. So the title of the message is a very long sentence. Is that I believe God, that it will be just as I was told. Now, a little background. Paul, in the, in the book of Acts chapter 21, decided that, that he was going to travel to Jerusalem. And the Bible says that he was advised that he shouldn't travel to Jerusalem. There was a prophet called Prophet Agabus who prophesied and told Paul that if you go into Jerusalem, the man, if you go into Jerusalem, you are going to be bound in Jerusalem. And so he advised Paul and the, the, the um, other brothers also advised Paul not to go into Jerusalem. But Paul, through the conviction of the Holy Spirit, decided that he was going to Jerusalem. No matter what was going to happen to him, he was still going into Jerusalem. And so the what the prophet Said came to pass, Paul was arrested and he was bound in Jerusalem. Some people think that it was not in the will of God for Paul to go to Jerusalem. But when Paul was bound, the Bible says that God came to Paul and God told Paul that Paul, just like you testified of me in Jerusalem, you would testify of me again in Rome. And so I believe that the presence of God was with Paul, even though he was arrested in Jerusalem. And so when Paul was arrested, they they was they, they were about to take him into prison. And when they were taking him on the way to prison, Paul told the officer who was taking him to prison, he asked the officer, is it lawful for you to take a Roman citizen into prison without taking him to trial? And so the officer became afraid because... Um, um, this roman was the most um, was the um, the strongest empire at that time was the strongest kingdom at that time and so you could not treat a roman citizen anyhow from the book of Acts, we understand that paul had dual citizenship he was a jewish person he was an israelite and he was a roman citizen as well and he used both citizenship when necessary for the federance of the gospel so I want you to understand, no matter what situation you have been through, no matter what background you have, no matter what situation you find yourself, God is able to use everything that, that makes you who you are for the federance of the gospel, your background. Maybe you don't even like the job, the place you are working right now, but God is using all those things. He's bringing all those things together for the federance of the gospel. And so you see Paul sometimes using his... Uh, citizenship as an israelite for the federance of the gospel sometimes using his citizenship as a roman citizen for the federance of the gospel and so everything you have been through in life god is able to use that for the federance of the gospel so nothing is ever wasted in your life no experience that you have ever been through is going to be wasted in your life because god is going to use everything to accomplish his purpose and so when they officer heard that Paul was a Roman citizen, he became afraid. And so, Paul was later transferred to the Sahindran. And the Sahindran is made up of Pharisees and Sadducees. They they are the board, they are the ones who make up the Sahindran. Now, the Pharisees believe in the supernatural, they believe in the resurrection, they believe in healing, they believe in angels, but the the Sadducees do not believe in the supernatural, they don't believe in the resurrection, they don't believe in in anything supernatural. And so, Paul said that when he was brought before the Sahindran, he said that. The only reason why I have been brought here today is because I say that there is going to be a resurrection. At that point, the Pharisees were on, on, on his behalf. I mean, the Pharisees supported his view. And remember, Paul is also a Pharisee. Again, he's using his experience as a Pharisee. He's using the things that he has studied as a Pharisee for the federals of the gospel and for the for, for uh, promoting the kingdom of God. So at this point, the Pharisees supported Paul and there's the, the the, the Sadducees did not support Paul and so there was, a, there was a misunderstanding and there was a split and so Paul had to be taken again to a governor of Caesarea who was called Felix and so Felix meant um, um, kept Paul for two years. Felix was a corrupt governor. He was hoping that Paul was going to give him bribe but all the two years Paul didn't give him any bribe and so he kept Paul in prison. And finally, somebody took over from Felix. And Paul brought up the issue of Roman citizenship again. And this time, he had to be transported to Rome so that he will, be, he will face trial before Caesar. And that is the story that we just read. Sorry for the long background. So that is the story that we just read. So at this point, when Paul was, they were they were about to travel on the ship, they had made a couple of transits. And at this time, they were heading towards Rome so that Paul could face his trial. And remember, God had already told Paul that I am going to take you to Rome. You are going to testify of me in rome just like you testified of me in jerusalem so to paul this was the word of god that was coming to pass this was what he was waiting for this was the opportunity for the fulfillment of the word of god and so paul felt that this is all have been waiting for he had to wait for more than two years for this opportunity to travel to rome just like god had told him and when they were about to go to rome the the passage that we just read says that the fast was over it means that the day of atonement had had um, um was over and around that time we are looking at between september to november and we know even in the u.s that between september and november is a time that we normally experience hurricanes and so at that time Paul perceived in his spirit that it was not appropriate for them to travel at that time. It was, it was dangerous for them to travel at that time. But can you imagine that Paul, a prisoner, trying to advise people who are sailors, people who are expect, at, uh, at, I mean, traveling with ship, and, um, trying to advise the, 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 the military man who was accompanying them to Rome. Obviously, his advice will not be heard. And so, the, the officer who was taking them to Rome, listening to the, um, the the helmsman or the sailors and the captain, instead of listening to Paul, sometimes when you have divine direction, sometimes when you have God speaking to you and instructing you, most of the times that those instructions are ignored. And we just look at the things that we see in the flesh. Brethren, we have to know that the things that we see in the flesh, even though they might look nice, they might look like that is the... wonderful opportunity but we had to walk according to the voice of the lord according to the word of the lord paul had given them instruction that it was not good for us to travel at that time because it was a dangerous time for us to be on any journey but paul's advice was ignored And so the Bible says that when the wind started blowing, when they saw a cool wind started blowing, they said, this is it. This is our opportunity. Let us go ahead and begin our sail. Let us go ahead and begin our journey. At that time, I believe that if if they had the opportunity, they would be calling Paul a false prophet because they had ignored Paul's warning. And look, the weather is so nice now, and it was a time for them to travel. But then, Bible says that as they started the journey, they, were just, they had just started a journey when they encountered a hurricane, when they encountered a wind and the ship began to sink. At that point, the Bible says that they all didn't eat, they were fasting. At that point, they, 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 were, they, were, they had lost hope. One, uh, I mean, the one who wrote this, this scripture, who was um, um, Luke, said that all hopes were lost. All hopes were lost that their life was going to be saved. They had lost hope that their life was going to be saved. And at that point, Bible says that Paul stood up and said to them, take heart. Hallelujah. Paul stood up and said to them, Take heart. In the midst of the confusion, in the midst of people who have in the midst of a hopeless generation and people who don't know where they are going. We are going to be the voice that will rise up and tell the people to take heart. We are going to be the voice that will bring comfort. We are going to be the voice that will bring encouragement. We are going to be the voice which will encourage and exalt the people in the midst of the confusion. And this is not only going to be possible because we have spent time with God, because we have spent time fasting and praying, and therefore we know the will of God. Paul knew, very well that he has heard the word from god and he knew that god does not fail have you heard a word of god lately has god said anything concerning your life has god said anything concerning you this year what you have to do is to believe in his word paul said i believe god that it will be just as i was told it will not fall short whatever god has told you whatever word God has spoken concerning your life, know that it is going to happen exactly as God said it. Paul said, I believe God that it will be just as I was told. Because Paul believed God, he told them to take heart. You see, a few minutes ago, a few days ago, when Paul tried to advise them, his advice was ignored. But when there was confusion and they they, they had lost hope, Paul was the voice that they obeyed. In places that you have been despised, in places that your advice and your counsel has been rejected in places that they don't value what you say god is going to honor your word because of the confusion that people are experiencing now when you speak a word to them they will they will listen to you and they will pay attention paul rose up and said take heart brethren you should have listened to me when i warned you earlier but even though you didn't listen to me, the God whom I serve and whom I belong, Paul knew who he was. He knew that he belonged to God. He said, the God whom I serve and who I, whom I belong to, know that you are a child of God. Listen, the Bible says the sparrows that move around. They, are, they will not fall without the notice of your father of the father who is in heaven how much more you were a child of god if you have that knowledge of the fact that you are a child of god and know that you are not going to fall to the ground without the father's permission no matter the number of people who fall to the ground, no, no matter the number of people who, who who are affected by this 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 disease that we are experiencing, know who you are. Paul said, the God whom I serve and whom I belong to. Paul knew that he belonged to God. And because he belonged to God, he told them to take heart. He said, there shall be no loss of life. He declared over them because he knew where he was standing. He knew which voice he had heard. He knew that he had an experience with God. He knew God so well that he said, take her. there shall be no loss of life. He declared in the midst of the confusion, the storm was still there. Every problem, the ship was still sinking. They were trying their best. They had tried the technology at that time. They had tried the expertise. They had tried the experience. The sailors have tried all that they could to make the ship stable. But it was not possible. They had they thrown everything overboard so that the ship could be light. But it was still not possible. The Bible says that at that point, all hope was lost. And then Paul stood up and said, take heart. In the midst of a hopeless situation you are going to be the voice that will, bring, that will restore hope. In the midst of the pain that the world is, is facing, you are going to be the voice that will restore hope, that will restore courage, that will tell the world to take heart. Amen. He said, I know the God whom I serve and whom I belong to. He knew that he was a child of God. He knew that God has a word over his life. Bible says this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Bible says that whatever is born of God overcomes the world. You should know that you are God's idea. And if you are God's idea, you are born of God and you overcome the world. If you are God's idea, you cannot fail. Amen. Because God's idea can never fail. Before you were created, you were were an idea in the mind of God. And God created you and brought you here on earth for a purpose. And because you are God's idea, whatever is born of God, you were born of God. And so you overcome everything there is in this world. Paul had an understanding of who he was. He said, the God whom I serve and whom i belong to paul knew that he belonged to god and so he was able to tell the people to take heart he said do not be afraid god told him that god sent an. the bible says that god sent an angel to go to paul to tell him that you should you will appear before caesar and so paul knew the word of god was never going to fail Because God has spoken a word, even though the word that God has spoken and the current circumstance did not look likely because Paul, God had already told Paul that you will go to Rome no matter what happens. But here lies the case. They were in the middle of the sea and the ship was about to sink. It looked as if that the word God has spoken to Paul was going to fail. But Paul trusted the word of God. He said, I know the God whom I serve and whom I belong to. And because of that, he told them to take heart and he told them to get something to eat because he knew that once God has released the word, it is settled. Has God told you any word during these seven days of prayer and fasting? I want you to to leave this service today with the mindset that I believe God that it will be just as I was told. Anytime I say this sentence, something happens in my heart that I believe, God, that it will be just as I was told. Irrespective of the circumstances, irrespective of the losses that we are experiencing around us, irrespective of the number of people who have fallen dead, last year and there are people who are still being affected bible says that we can bank our hope on the word of god and so paul said i believe god that it will be just as i was told whatever word god has spoken in your heart during this prayer and fasting know and have confidence in that word that even when you face circumstances and when you face situations that are different that that seems to um, Tell you a different message than the message that you have heard from God. Believe in the word of God that is going to come to pass just as God has said. Bible says God sends out His word, and the Word accomplishes the purpose for which God has sent has sent His word. Just like the rains come down and the snow comes down and it does not go back to heaven until it's accomplished the purpose for which it was sent down. It's the same thing. God's words are guided missiles, they will never miss their target. God sends angel to make sure that his word that he has sent out, his Holy Spirit also makes sure that the words that he has sent out will hit the target. Just like any guided missile, when a missile is thrown from the US to another country, it is guided to a specific target. Is the same thing like God's word. God ensures that his word will hit the target for which he has sent it. And so no that every single word of God, even when you are reading the Bible and you get a rhema and a word sinks into your heart, know that the word of God cannot fail. Paul told Timothy that my son Timothy, the prophecies that has been made upon your life, by these prophecies you should wage a a good welfare. It means that he was telling Timothy to contend with the prophecies that has been made upon his life. To continue fighting because there is no way those prophecies will fail. So if God has said something concerning your life, know that it is a word of sh- of surety that it is going to come to pass. Pauls told them that take heart. So, in the midst of the situation, in the midst of what the world is experiencing, brethren, we are not affected because we have confidence in the word of God. No matter what happened around us, even even as I'm speaking to you right now, you wake up the next day and the situation doesn't look like what you have heard today. But this word should always re, um, resound in your heart that you believe God that it will be just. As you were told, Psalm 91 says, Those who hide in the sacred place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. You are under the protection of God. And so nothing can happen to you without the permission of God. I believe, God, that it will be just as I was told. And so it came to pass that they sail, they, continue the sail, they continue sailing, just like Paul has said. And that Paul had told them that the ship was, they were going to lose the ship. And so the military men wanted to get over, overboard. I mean, you, you can read Acts chapter 21. They wanted to get overboard and, and then run for their lives. But Paul told them that, listen, if you leave here, you, you'll be at risk. Paul was the factor that made the difference. The scripture says that God has granted you all the people who are with you paul was the factor that made the difference and so know who you are as a child of god that when you are in an airplane no matter what happened because of your presence in the airplane nothing can happen to the plane because of your presence in your family no enemy can attack your family Paul was the factor. He was the one who made the change. Because of your presence, even in your apartment, no demonic power has has, has the license to operate in that area because you are there, because you are the representative of Christ. Where there is light, there cannot be darkness. Because of your presence, Paul said, the angel told Paul that all the people you are sailing with have been given to you. Just because Paul was there, And so, in Acts chapter chapter 27, verse 42 to 44, the the Bible says, And the soldiers planned to kill the prisoners, lest any of them should swim away and escape. But the centurion, wanting to save Paul, kept them from their purpose and commanded that those who could swim should jump overboard first and get to the land. And the rest, some on boards and some on parts of the ship. And so it was that they all escaped safely to the land. Amen. And so the soldiers wanted to kill the prisoners. But because of Paul, the lives of the prisoners were spared. A few days ago, when Paul instructed them, not to, not to set on the journey. They didn't listen to Paul. But in the midst of the confusion, when Paul gave them assurance and gave them confidence that nobody is going, to be, is going to be lost, a person whose advice was despised, now he was favored. And this is the favor we are all going to experience. But you should know one thing that happened in the midst of the confusion, they abstained from food. They fasted and Paul fasted with them. The results of fasting is that we are going to be favored. We are going to receive deliverance, especially now in the midst of everything happening, we should know that we are going to be delivered. The Bible says they all arrived safely to the land. No life was lost. Nobody died. But just like Paul said, the ship was lost. You see, some of them had to swim to the shore. Some of them had to hang on board parts of the ships that were broken. No matter how, how it's going to happen, we are all going to arrive safely. Some people will arrive before others. Those who swam will definitely arrive before those who hanged on the board. But the good news was that, just like Paul told them, They all arrived safely. And so I want you to believe God. Every word that God has said concerning your life lately. Everything that you have heard. Every promises and every prayer that we have said during this seven days of fasting. That God has heard those prayers. And so believe God that it's going to happen just as God has told you. Just as we have prayed for, I believe God that it will be just as I was told. we should know that we belong to God. Paul said the God who I whom I serve, we are all servants of God when last week the Bible says that last week uh, the message we, we we shared said that they ministered to God, they serve God through prayer and fasting, and so we have ministered to God through our prayer and our fasting. We have served God and because we have served God in this extraordinary way, every word that God has said concerning us will come to pass. We are going to be delivered from everything that is going to happen this year. We will go through this year and arrive safely just like they arrived at the land safely and nobody was lost and, and nobody was harmed. I believe God with you that every word that God has said concerning your life lately will Come to pass every prayer that we have said, God is going to answer our prayer. The words that God has sent into our lives, they will accomplish the purpose for which God sent them, they will not fail there because the God that we say we serve has never failed to accomplish his purpose on this earth, and so God's purpose for your life will not fail. You are not the first person that. God is going to start failing with. No, God does not fail. His promises are sure. He is all powerful. Sometimes man can promise you things, and man might, ha- might have the desire to do the thing for you, but will not have the ability or the power to do it. But God is willing and God is able to do what he says he will do. Bible says, Eyes have not heard. Yes. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has planned for them. So God has plans for you, and those plans are beyond your imagination. They are beyond how you can think about and conceive. They are beyond how you can take. But after this day, get ready for the boat sinking miracle. Just like God did for Peter, God is going to do it in your life today in the name of jesus just like paul delivered uh, just like god delivered paul and all the people 276 people who traveled with paul God is going to deliver you and your family members from this pandemic. None will be lost and none will be missing in the name of Jesus. According to the word of the Lord, I declare that all your family members are saved. According to the Spirit, by the Spirit of God, I declare that God is going to protect every single member of your family. Nothing will be missing and nothing will be lost in the name of Jesus. I declare that God is going to preserve your income it will not be lost in the name of jesus sometimes in the midst of this uh, and the losses when there is confusion it is difficult for you for you to even accept the word of god with joy because you have seen losses happening you have seen people dying and so when somebody says that you are not going to die in the name of jesus it is difficult for you to believe it but you see in the midst Of of the storm, when the boat was about to sink, Paul stood up confidently and said that no life will be lost. And so I stand in the power of the Holy Spirit and I declare that no life, no person connected to this church will lose any member of their families in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that God will set his angels to take care of you and you shall not dash your foot against a stone. God is concerned about every single aspect of your life. And I want you to have this confidence as you walk around, as you go about your your, your your daily activity. Have this confidence in you that you are protected and preserved by the hand of the Lord. And the hand of the Lord is mighty. The hand of the Lord is not weak to deliver. And I want you to know that God is going to deliver you. And no matter how dangerous the situation is, no matter how... How how many people have failed in that situation or have lost their lives in that situation? God is going to protect and preserve you. God is a God who has a track record that he has preserved people in danger. He has taken people out of very difficult situation. And so we can bank our hopes on him and we can have our faith in him. Even when the experience and expertise of people failed, God came through and the word of God was sure. The word of God is very tangible and the word of God can never fail if he sends it out and believe today as I bring the sermon to an end, that everything God has said concerning you will come to pass. And I want you to continue to declare to yourself today that I believe God that it will be just as I was told. And everything God has said concerning your life will come to pass. In Jesus' name. Let's lift our voice and begin to pray. Mark.